I'm Leonard Riggs Jr., and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. I like to talk about all kinds of things, and usually when I get an idea to do a podcast, I have to do it or I lose my inspiration. So stay tuned, and we're going to talk about today's subject. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast uh, from my head to your ears. And as I've stated many times, I get an idea for a podcast and I just want to go record it. And this is the case because I just watched an interview with John Easterling and Chloe Latanzi about his wife and her mother, Olivia and John. And for a long time, I was trying to find the words to express what Olivia meant to me. And I couldn't quite come up with the words. Um, a lot of people think that's a silly side of me being a celebrity worshiper, but I'm not really a celebrity worshiper. I, I just really liked her as a human being. And <clears throat> obviously it started out, she was beautiful and she was a crush and all that. But later, especially in the last few years, when I have actually gone through a lot of um, heart heart-wrenchingly heartbreaking things in my life she was a she was a a influence a major influence because she also was going through tragedies she lost her sister she had cancer she lost her parents uh just so many things her one boyfriend went missing and the way she handled herself the way she kept smiling, the way she kept a positive frame of mind was very influential to me because her whole whole belief was to live life with grace and gratitude and be appreciative of the life that you have now, to live in the now. And that was that spoke to me a lot when my father died it was probably the lowest point of my life and I cried from my soul when I saw my father laying there lifeless and I love my father my dad so much that was the worst and I thought of her and actually ironically she came up came out with an album about dealing with grief that very year, just a few months after my father died. It was just, the timing was just amazing on that. And that music helped me a lot. Um, one of her songs was called Stone in My Pocket, how she, that, that grief is a weight in your pocket. Um, it is. But she also was enjoying life um, and running out and watching the sunset and enjoying the things that 
that God gave us to appreciate. She she was touring. Uh, she was doing a Vegas show when she found out her cancer had returned and actually had a bout with cancer that she didn't tell anybody about. Um, but she she lived up to her obligations. And I remember she would do meet and greets after the show. And when her cancer had come back and she was in such excruciating pain, um, she would still do those meet and greets. But at the point where she couldn't, you know, it was taking just pretty much all of her energy to do her show. She kind of stopped the meet and greets. I think if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, but I remember fans being really angry and they had no idea what was going on with her because she would get up and smile and you wouldn't have a clue there was anything wrong with her. Nobody, she's, she looked gorgeous and she got up and she smiled and the woman was in pain and she's, she was such an inspiration to, to, uh, cancer patients when she, when she, uh, finally had her diagnosis that her, she had had metastatic breast cancer and it had come back and settled in her spine. And I don't think anybody knows the, including me, knows the level of pain that would cause. Um, I know at the end of her life, she couldn't walk. And as a matter of fact, if you look at the duet video of, Jolene with Dolly Parton. She recorded this in the last months of her life. And she dressed up, put her glasses on, and was smiling and joking. And But she had to sit down during the recording because I, I'm pretty sure she couldn't stand on her own at that point. I noticed pictures where she was being kind of propped up. She did not want people to know her as a sick woman. Uh, she didn't want people to know that she was hurting. She didn't want to take away from it. She wanted to be a positive influence to the very end. And she fought for, for kinder and gentler treatments for cancer. Because if you know, if you're going through cancer right now, the chemo and all that is, oh, the, the, the cure is sometimes worse than the cancer itself. But she doesn't want people to think it's a death sentence. Now, ultimately, it was for her, but also her husband, John, was a botanist and um, a scientist, more or less, who was uh, using cannabis oils to, and tinctures to treat her cancer and make her life more, uh, to give her a quality of life at the end. It wasn't curing her, but it also left her painless quite often. Didn't leave her drugged up. Um, like morphine kind of makes you, you know. She was able to enjoy her dogs and her beautiful land and everything. And it's kind of funny when I think of this is where Olivia's influence in my mind comes from. COVID was such an awful thing. But... She was a, I think Olivia was kind of a workaholic a little bit, but she loved, she was torn between loving her, 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 uh, her home life and loving her recording career and her fans. She didn't want to, she didn't want to, um, disappoint anybody. 
And she had this down. And looking in hindsight, she was selling off her prized possessions and her memorabilia to raise money for her cancer center. She was cleaning house, so to speak, to prepare for what what may come. Uh, And pleasing her fans at the same time, but giving them a chance to own a piece of her life and also help her cancer center. Her daughter, Chloe, uh, has had a lot of problems, but if you look at her videos uh, on Instagram and stuff, she's a very sweet girl, loves animals like her mama, has a sweet nature, is very, she's very warm towards people. I actually messaged her back and forth when she was younger, and she was very um, accessible. And I think she had to stop because there's a lot of crazy people out there, and that was kind of dangerous to do that. But she's like her mama. She she appreciates people, and she loves people. And that radiates with her as well. And her husband, John, I think he seemed to be very stoic to me, kind of almost... uh, very professional and very well spoken but he obviously loved Olivia and he came along at the most opportune not opportune that's not what I want to say perfect time in her life it was almost like it was God sent that they got together because uh, he worked so hard on making her feel comfortable with his tinctures and stuff I think he might have hopefully stumbled upon things that will improve upon cancer treatment and her hospital <coughs> excuse me is very um, uh, well, I'm trying to find the words her hospital uh, values comfort and comforting uh, surroundings for cancer patients knowing that that's part of the healing process um, they have painting sessions and, you know, all sorts of things that make people, oh, try to forget what they're going through, or not not try to forget, I guess, but try to ease what they're going through. It's very much about healing. And when I say healing, I don't mean just getting rid of cancer. Healing's a process for cancer patients, a mill process. It's it's all kinds of things. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful hospital. And I think they're one of the world's leading cancer hospitals uh, as well with research. I, I know Olivia was immensely proud of that. And she's formed the Olivia Newton-John Foundation in the United States. And all of her energy went to that hospital and cancer treatments, and cancer patients at the end. But she did get her her legacy in line and, and uh, uh, her re- recordings are getting, getting finally getting treated, remastered and re-released to the public. Um, I just saw where Grease was the number one movie in Illinois and said the most watched streamed rom-com romantic comedy for those of you who don't know what that is. In the United States, 45 years after it was released, Greece is her legacy. Xanadu is her legacy. Her music, her daughter, her kindness, everything. 
and uh, I'm proud that I'm a fan of hers, and I'm also thankful that she lived in this world to help me, who is the most negative-thinking human being on the face of the planet. I'm always worst-case scenario, and I worry, and I, I actually have to take medicine for anxiety. But she was always a positive voice in my head. Don't Stop Believing was one of her songs, not the Journey song, this before the Journey song. Bad Days Will Hurry By, as the line is in the song. And it, I know she didn't write th those lyrics, but John Fair, who wrote many of her hits, wrote them. But I honestly feel that he wrote that song with her in mind. And her music and the way she sang just spoke to me and helped me helped me get through what I think's been a difficult life. I've, I've been very socially awkward all my life, even though I know I talk a lot, even though oddly enough, <laughs> the fact that I'm socially awkward and and was shy and what did I want to do with my life? I wanted to be in the uh, broadcast industry. <laughs> so it didn't work out well for me, but now here I am 56 years old and we have the capability to do podcasts so I can live my dream out, not necessarily getting paid for this, but that's not what I wanted. I, I wanted to be a voice to be heard in the world. And that's what I wanted about wanted to do in my podcast and uh, I didn't get the most support for that but I I love if you look around I've tried just about every social media YouTube everything because I like to be I like my voice to be heard which is selfish of me I guess I just want to know that I'm here this is I'm on earth Hello. Um, but Olivia Newton-John, her life mattered so much to so many people. Uh, I think of the Elton John song about Marilyn Monroe from the young man in the whatever row. I'm the guy in Southern Illinois, in the middle of nowhere, uh, a small town who never really got out lived I'm the guy out here I'm the guy and folks I'm not crazy <laughs> thank you Olivia John for making the world a little brighter and for being a very positive influence in my life you can make just about any day a little better with your songs. Your movies make me smile. Your beauty is is wonderful. You're you're great to look at. You are Olivia John was like looking at a, a picture of <laughs> the Grand Canyon or. Uh, a waterfall or, or a sunshine or a rainbow. She was just wonderful and she improved my quality of life so much. 
And if that's crazy, well, I'm crazy. Uh, Thank you for the music, to quote ABBA. (laughs) And I'm so thrilled that I get to, months after she has passed, to look forward to a new... It looks like it's two volumes of duets called Just the Two of Us. Uh, I am so excited that this is coming out finally. It was supposed to come out a couple years ago. And it was delayed. But here it is. And the Dolly duet sounds wonderful. And it was so wonderful to wake up hearing that beautiful voice with Dolly Parton, who I absolutely love as well, singing Jolene. Uh, That was always one of my favorite tracks off her Come On Over album. But I just wanted to do this quick podcast while I was um, thinking heavily about it after just seeing that interview. I wanted to capture my immediate emotions of seeing the interview with John Easterling and Chloe Latanzi on the Today Show. I'm glad they are doing well. They're having a state memorial for Olivia um, this weekend, I believe, or next weekend. I think it's next weekend. Uh, It's been months in the making. It's a state-funded memorial, so the whole country of Australia can watch it on television. Or um, she was much beloved in her in her homeland, her adopted homeland, really, because she she wasn't born there. She was born in England, but Australia was always home for her. So. I think I finally have been able to say what I wanted to say after her death, which she died on August 8th, 2022. I just couldn't find the words, and uh, I think I found them. So I'm going to wrap this up. This was a short podcast. Uh, Have a great day, and I hope you find your positive influence in life or I hope you are the positive influence in life even better but thank God for people like Olivia Newton-John they make the world a better place and I am proud to have been a fan of hers and I will always be a fan of hers to the day I die hopelessly devoted (laughs) and uh I have to go take care of my mom and my cats. So I'm going to get off here. And thank you for listening to this podcast from my head to your ears. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.